to another episode of Slightly Informed, rebranding as the Fuck Mayor Pete podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Pete Pod. <laughs> Fuck Pete Pod. Follow us at Fuck, Be- Fuck Pete Pod. Uh, FPP. <laughs> you know me. We, um, yeah, there's, there's been a common thread in the first couple episodes. We've noticed that uh, we're not big fans of the uh, South Bend mayor, and uh, for good reason. Uh, tonight we have the same three hosts. It is uh, me, Nick, kicking it off, sending it over to McLean. What's up, guys? And John. Hey, hey. And we are bringing you another fantastic episode here. Uh, this week we are going to start off with none other than uh, Pete the Rat himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and a, a nice little clip uh, from the New Hampshire debate. So let's uh, kick it off with that. Yeah. Mayor Buttigieg, you have described yourself as a moderate, but one of your policies at least goes further than some on the stage with you are willing to go. You have called for the decriminalization of all drugs. Does that include heroin, meth, and cocaine, some of the drugs that have contributed to this crisis? No, what I've called for is that incarceration should no longer be the response to drug possession. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Mayor Buttigieg, on your website it says that you call for decriminalization yeah. of all drugs. Again, what I'm calling for is that we end the use of incarceration <laughs> as a response. This does not mean that it will be lawful to produce or distribute those kinds of harmful drugs. But also, as we know from the opioid crisis, some of this has been driven by companies right. that were acting <laughs> irresponsibly with substance. Uh, I don't think he understands. That's, that's the definition of the what, fucking word. What like criminalize me. I think he's on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> decriminalize Pete. Um, but yeah, if you don't know, decriminalization means that it you will is no longer be incarcerated for using that for substance use or carrying of a substance. Yeah. It does not legalize the distribution or production of drugs. When we drop it, there's a pub divided on this topic. Yeah, eventually yeah, we'll get around this. Deep dive. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that was just that was one I like noticed glaring because I think I'm the only one at this table who's <laughs> a masochist enough to watch the debate. But <laughs> but yeah, that was one where I was like, yeah, dude, that's the word. That's what the word means. Is you're not going <laughs> to incarcerate the people. Like, what the fuck is he saying? He either doesn't know it or he's like so conniving that he knew Americans wouldn't be super down for that idea. So he's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have said that, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's like I think he's trying to divide up like his uh, his his, you know, what he's projecting because he knows that like on the Internet, the, the people who are finding their news that yeah. way are like, you know, people who are into that kind of thing. Like we've read up on it. We know that decriminalization is a good thing. But like on cable news, it's going to hit some mom yeah, in South Dakota exactly. who's like. My son, being it's legal for him to carry cocaine in his pocket? No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, no. Yeah, I also so think it's a thing in politics, too, where, like, you just say enough things that you can kind of target whatever you said towards the audience <laughs> who wants to hear it. So, like, he could target this at the moms, and, like, the young tech kids who go to his website would be like, decriminalization? Tight, dude, tight. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a weird thing I noticed in the debate that we had to talk about was, like, Pete not understanding the definition of a word, even though he's a uh, Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> <laughs> like, he likes to remind people like any of us fucking care. And none of us do. Yeah, no. Not at all. No, definitely don't care. I honestly don't know what a Rhodes Scholar <laughs> is. I know it's a, it's a big thing, and it's a title. I remember hearing it in The Mummy when she was like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Rhodes Scholar. 
I thought oh, that's cool. That sounds smart. When I was a kid, I thought it meant you got to travel and <laughs> study stuff. Yeah, you could go on, on the road. road. Yeah, <laughs> study the. Road. And as an adult, that still might be my best guess. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> If you want to correct us on this, please tweet at us. Yeah, yeah. Let me know Everyone what Everyone in the scholar. world is about to tweet at us. Because <laughs> they're a bunch of fucking idiots. Hey, slightly informed, we're on brand. <laughs> if we ever get too informed, un- unfollow us. Or then we'll have to rebrand. I know it exists. I'm, sli- I'm slightly informed about it. <laughs> this is as informed as we choose to do, be. Do we have a second peat pot? Uh, uh, peat p- clip? We do. We do have a second peat clip. Now, uh, to preface this one, Pete decided uh, to uh, play word games like he usually does and say nothing in the amount, most amount of words possible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's really good at dodging questions and really good at being just a rat in general. So here's, here's to Pete. Second clip explain the increase in black arrests in South Bend under your leadership for marijuana possession. And again, the overall rate was lower. No, there was an increase. The year before (laughs) you were in office, it was lower. Once you became in office in 2012, that number went up. In 2018, the last number year that we have a record for, that number was still up. And one of the strategies (laughs) that our community adopted was to target when there were cases where there was gun violence and gang violence, which was uh, slaughtering so many in our community. super predators. Burying teenagers, disproportionately black teenagers. We adopted a strategy that said that drug enforcement would be targeted in cases where there was a connection to the most violent group or gang connected to a murder. Yeah, so that pivot is insane. Like, he broke his ankle pivoting that hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, he, yep. When I think what you didn't see before that was she, that's like the second time she asked him the question. The first time he just tried to word salad it and say nothing. <laughs> and like, yeah. Actually, if you look at my record, yeah. overall arrests, overall arrests went, went down. down. Oh, but the question was about targeting black, black. and Latino people. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, overall arrests went down. And then she like gets fucking fed up and pushes him <laughs> no. a second time. It was like, <laughs> yeah, no, wrong. dude, it actually went way up. He like, tried to word salad her a second time, and she was just like, no. In yeah, the, in the third word he said, she's like, no, actually, this is what happened. Yeah. And... And and not only does like this means something like when if he says that overall arrest went down if that is true I haven't looked it up that that's hundred percent true. Uh, that's th- a dumb that argument though because that's saying like that yeah then they went down more <laughs> yeah for, exactly like if the rate went up and you were targeting people less you decided to stop targeting white white people, people and, and target black and Latino communities <laughs> like that's the dumbest argument that he could have made. And also he tries to pivot and like play like uh, you know uh, coy about it. He was like well. Uh, he's like, we just started to start. Uh, we decided to start attacking uh, gang violence, which is the super predator, which argument. is already the super predator argument, which worked out really that everyone well for caved President on Clinton since the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't you guys remember when Hillary won the election from talking about? Yeah, super predators? exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, not only was that bad, but then he decides to like pivot. And he's like, which disprop- the, the the gang violence disproportionately affects victims who are black or brown. It's like, uh. No, you're talk. We're talking about the people you're arresting. We're not talking yeah, about the exactly. people that are affected by the crime that you're going after. Uh, it's such a disingenuous. Pivot. Maybe maybe Pete has dementia too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just early a, onset. He's like a conniving little shit. That's like here. Can, that's if for anyone, sure. if anyone can contact can contact us, that's a Pete fan, and tell us what he actually believes on a topic, we'd love it. 
We would you know, love to they hear say, something. They say he's like uh, like America's favorite grandson. So that's like a <laughs> title he's gotten. And it's more like if you're our age, it's like your shitty cousin who sucks up to your grandparents and lies to them all the time. The one whose like, name is in the will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. He spends every weekend over there telling yeah. them how, how cool all their stories in. are. He fucking like snorts cokes and fucks hookers on the weekends, but he brings his Bible to Granny's house. Like, <laughs> like that, that's who Pete is to me. He's just a lying little shithead. Oh, God. Yeah, so Pete, if you ever want to come on the podcast, come on to the fuck Pete pod, talk about <laughs> yeah. your positions, and uh, fight us. We pro- <laughs> <laughs> fly to Boise, fight us. Fight us. Uh. Oh man, yeah, I don't I, like. I just don't get the appeal. I, like genuinely, like him and Klobuchar both do this to me, where I'm just like, who are these thirteen percent? Like, <laughs> have I met them? Would I recognize them in the street? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, we we ran into one. Oh, that's rabid. true. She was also super blasted. She was though. so drunk. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. We, we were at a uh, a Democratic debate watch party for the what was it? The third or fourth? I think it was the fourth uh, Democratic yeah, debate. Like that. Uh, it was the one before the, the first Iowa one that one. took three hours, and we just wanted to kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. terrible. And this this lady is like, you know, she spends the whole time. She claps for all the big moments by any candidate. So she's just there having a good time, yeah. being a good old oh, yeah. Democrat, you know, getting drunk. I think she had a bottle of wine. She did order a bottle for the table. The table was her and one guy sitting next to and her. And also the guy was drinking beer. So it was <laughs> for her. <laughs> and the guy, oh, my God, that was just for her. Yeah, he had a beer. Yeah. <laughs> the guy The guy was funny, too. He was, he was He was just waiting and, like, he didn't, he had his arms crossed the whole time until the moderator asked a question about, like, um, uh, what was it? It was uh, it was reparations. She asked uh, one question about reparations, and he like stands up and like does a full extended arm like clap. Yeah. Like good question to this room full of people yeah. who are just silent. Like okay, bro, we get it. You we like get it. like you're super intersectional, bro. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you definitely love <laughs> black people. Also, just because w- you mentioned reparations, Tom Starr came out hard for reparations during the debate. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm the only one on this stage who's openly calling for reparations. <laughs> yeah. So. Tom Steyer is is trying to do something. I don't, you know, he's, he, you know, he's kind of. It's like weird. He's like the weirdest Bernie Sanders fan I've ever met. Yeah, like, he's strange. He he likes Bernie. He's the person. That and I Bernie honestly don't about. hate Steyer. He seems no, like a nice like a enough guy. guy. He just like, like he's way more genuine than Pete is. He's yeah. He's like he's a better Biden. You know, like yeah. He's a better, richer Biden. Biden Biden more money. Biden's in it for the love of the game. Biden has no money. No. (laughs) He didn't even fucking, like, do crime well while he was there. (laughs) (laughs) Usually these people just, like, load their pockets up while they're destroying our democracy. He was, like, the poorest senator and, like, and, like... He still gets corruption charges leveled against him. It's like <laughs> I drove 250 did, miles each direction. Yeah, why you barely you, made ends meet? Up a hill. Go <laughs> <laughs> both ways. At least you could respect the grift, but he's like, yeah, yeah, like not grift. He's just yeah, like he's just bad. I'm, I'm here because I like meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like saying things in front of cameras. So. <laughs> Makes me feel yeah. special. All right, so John, as the as the sole uh, uh, debate watcher, I gotta ask you, how yeah. was the club mentum that night? I still don't get it. Honestly, <laughs> in all fairness to club mentum, she was not shaking as much. <laughs> like the, she graduated from Chihuahua. She, to she like, did honestly uh, like you know, a terrier. She, yeah, she said like she sounded better. I like she's similar to Pete, where it's just like it's a basic politician, right? They just say things, and you're like, yeah, I don't get what any of that meant. 
but it sounded I, it, nice. Yes, it, it sounded was, presidential. Sounded almost like, Obama-ish. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. So he didn't I, say anything. But I genuinely didn't understand it. But as always, they're like, "Yeah, the major victor of tonight, gotta be Amy Klobuchar." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I didn't see that part of the debate, but yeah, no, I, I don't I like, and it might just be who I am because I, I watch mostly for Yang and Bernie. I think they're both pretty tight. Um, but yeah, nothing major sticks out for me. Uh, with Klobuchar's stuff this week. Nothing major stuck out there. Liz Warren didn't stick out for me. Pete not knowing what decriminalization meant did stick out for me. <laughs> Yang getting the least speaking time stuck out for me. Not being in pictures. Yeah. Who, who was that? Uh, that was New York Times posted a picture of this debate on their front, like one of their front pages. I don't know if it was the front page, but it had six candidates pictured. <laughs> even though there was seven on stage. And then they proceeded to leave him out of the picture and then leave him out of the article. So, yeah, fuck you, New York Times, for leaving out Andrew Yang. I'm pissed, and if I had a subscription, I would cancel it. But I don't, because fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we already decided, fuck the New York Times. Yeah, and then Tom Steyer, I don't know what Biden's staffer said. I guess Tom Steyer repeatedly attacked Biden for some staffer saying something racist, but he never told me what it was. And I follow the news relatively well. I didn't hear shit about this. Yeah, that's so when news Tom, to me. yeah, when Tom Starr was like attack, like, will you denounce the words of this guy? And I, but without saying them, I'm like, what do you fucking say, dude? Like, can can you like loop Bring me into up? that yeah, first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you sell- yeah. I don't Your know if he should said. denounce it before you tell me what he said. Like, <laughs> I'm just supposed to trust your word I that mean, he it said? sounds bad. But yeah, exactly. I, I don't yeah, know what it, it sounds is. bad. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> and then Biden was just like, yeah, he already apologized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that was pretty good. Uh, Andrew Yang, least speaking time as always. How much speaking time did he get? I think like eight minutes in a three-hour debate. <sighs> Ooh, fuck. Yeah. Man. Pete, once Who again, the gets the Pete most. And, yeah. Pete and Chloe. Um, yeah, I think... I think Bernie was up there. I think he was top three. Because Bernie was it. finally getting attacked on stage. They're attacking Bernie because he they see that the problems are coming. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh <laughs> If Bernie takes off with the first three states, it's going to be a real big problem. <laughs> um, you want to hit us with that Joe Biden clip real let's quick? Let's hit up the Joe Biden clip Let, Let's spin it just while we're talking general politics. Let's talk about Joe Biden just saying incredibly dumb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like him. I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lion dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were. Now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. It was a little bit confusing in Iowa, number one. But let's assume it was all, everything was exactly right in Iowa. The idea that you come in with about half the, can, half the delegates that the leaders come in with in Iowa does not necessarily say how you're going to win Pennsylvania. How are you going to win Michigan? Where, by the way, Specifically the, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, hey, someone does good in Pennsylvania. How are you going to win Scranton? In spite of all of this, where the unions have endorsed me in spite of all of this, etc. You can't win. You can't win in Florida. Right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so, so just think it was kind of like it choppy there for a second. But he asked the lady, have you ever been to a caucus? And she says, yeah. And he says... Uh, no, no, you haven't. haven't. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's going to be my new Twitter name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Almost positive that's been taken. Oh, man. <laughs> I also think, I, I just think, like, the greatest thing when someone tells you, yeah, I have, and you're just like, no. 
Nope. <laughs> You're lying. We looked into it before I asked you yeah, that question. I'm telling you the truth. Tell me the truth. You're not. <laughs> no idea the fuck you are, but you're lying to my face right now, dog. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That's and I, from just like a quick Google search, that's not the first time he's called someone a lying dog face pony soldier. No. So, what? Yeah. Oh, no, it's like a catchphrase. At least one that I saw, but that's it's like, so yeah. How, how does he only have bad interactions with the voters? <laughs> how? Like, every time he ends up telling the person, go vote for someone else. Yeah, go vote so for Bernie. Go I mean, seeing how much he got, I would have loved just to follow him around in Iowa. Just like, what the fuck did you say to people? Did you see them, like, like, weekend at yeah. Bernie-ing him, like, around? Like, they're, like, yeah. carrying him out of this, like, storefront. He's got his, like, aviators on, and he's, like, not lucid is where he's at. They're just, like, pulling him by his fucking coattails. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... The, the Iowa thing was a giant slap in the face to Biden, and I think he's on the steep de- – if you see his news he polling in New Hampshire, it's like fourth. Wow. Yeah. Well, I saw an article today, and they were talking about how like four or five days after the final results are in yeah. for the caucus, they're like – he came out, and he's like, you know what? If Bernie wins, I'm going to fight hard for him. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That, that tells us something. Well, they also, yeah, I mean, they have to keep asking that question, even though every candidate's fucking answered it, like, 90 times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, will you support the nominee? Yeah, stop asking me. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand, like, the patience of some of these candidates not just fucking lose their mind at reporters. Oh, my god, I would. I would, too. If someone asked me that for the hundredth time, I'd be just like, yeah. I already said yeah. turn into that one Ronald McDonald clip where he freaks the fuck out. And yeah. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'll show you later. It's great. I was just thinking like the why 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 thing from Joe Biden, but in a less like dementia sort of way, <laughs> like like fucking getting all upset at a reporter, but it, like actually making a coherent statement. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh! I just yeah. thought it'd be really funny, just as a concept. I was thinking about earlier this like the, this week was like, I think someone should run for president and only answer questions in like one word answers. <laughs> Like, I'm only here so I don't. Get exactly, fired. that's exactly what I was. Saying. That's exactly what I was thinking. Was like, does Marshawn Lynch every interview? You you supported decriminalization on your website. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm all right. I thought. That don't even say. Go to my website. Just say website. Yeah, website. <laughs> you, you fucking Google. It's 2020, dog. Website. Look me up. <laughs> I think within our lifetime, we will have a meme candidate. Oh, for sure. I think Donald Trump started as a meme candidate, and then he became president. So, (laughs) oh shit! Now I have to now I have to do a job. Have you guys seen the Trump like orange face photo this week? Oh, Oh, that was great! Fake news. Fake news. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. The best one I saw, the best meme of it I saw, was like of a guy like using a power sprayer to paint an entire fence that had like a hole in it, (laughs) and then it cut to a clip of him doing that with a hole right in front of his face. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that one too. That was hilarious. There's a bunch of good ones. Sorry, that came up out of nowhere, but I just thought so funny. If you haven't seen this picture, you should. It shows where the orange line stops on his face. It's so funny. Or the other one was the the little girl smiling, looking at the camera, looking at the fire, turning away from the. Well, and his tweet was, you know, he called his fake news. This isn't a real picture, but look how good my hair looks. It's like, all right, so it's <laughs> not a real was picture. That his thing? Yeah, he tweeted. That, he tweeted in response of to it. Of course, he, he called it fake news, it. and he's like, look how good my hair looks. I'm like, all right, if it's a fake photo, then that's like, not your hair. Like, yeah. good <laughs> hair looks? Yeah. What's going on here, buddy? Yeah, that's super funny. It for sure is. Uh, everyone in the country knows it's a spray tan. 
I don't get how you have that amount of money though, and you don't get a good spray tan. <laughs> you know, like we're like that, like like to me, that he's had a UV tan. He's had point. he's yeah, had like the same lady doing it since like yeah. the eighties. Yeah, she's just mind. dying now. But he's like, <laughs> I only trust yeah. her. Yeah, these rich people get like fake hair implanted in their skull, and you can't tell me like. <laughs> Look at Elon Musk. Yeah, he Jeff Bezos became even. billionaire. Magically grew his hair back. <laughs> like, yeah. You well, tell me you can't get a decent spray tan if you're worth. I I would I don't mean to veer off topic, so I'm gonna say one thing. I would love to find out how much that actually cost. Eleven dollars. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like I bet it's, it's a banana, Michael. What could it cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet if you if you go to the place he went, it's an outrageous amount of money. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna shoot. Because like we talked about last time, they have way too much fucking money. Yeah, he might not, <laughs> but they as a class do, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. I'm not Trump. Seen how We're talking about Elon and Bezos. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen how busted uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo looked before he was rich when he was like making your typical soccer wages of like 100000 a year or something like that? No. He had these like nasty, like jangled up teeth. <laughs> he had like acne all over his face. His yeah. hairline was receding. He. He literally just looked like a like a like a four out of ten. <laughs> That's crazy. But like just threw money at it. He looked like that statue they made of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the tattoo, the guy got of his face on his, on his tricep. Yeah. That was all like just all messed up. up yeah. It's like money. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, what he's the he's the highest paid soccer player, right? I think he is now. Messi is yeah. Messi still around? I don't Messi is soccer. still around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who makes more money between them. Ronaldo had some insane hop the other day. I saw like a video clip of him where he jumped like essentially like two people heights in the air and headed a ball, and I was just like, "Yeah, I understand why you're paid that much." <laughs> like I get it. That was superhuman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, is, he is the LeBron of of, uh, of soccer. Goddamn. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh wait, Obama won an Oscar. Obama did Obama win an Oscar. Obama won an Oscar. What, what did Obama win yeah, an Oscar? Go into for? detail uh, on that, John. There was a Netflix documentary. I think it's called American Factory. It was actually a pretty good documentary. It was uh, <laughs> it was about some Chinese company who bought, like, uh, I, I forgot if they manufactured auto glass or, like, actual, like, automobiles, like, vehicles. And uh, it was just about how, like, the, the Chinese thought all the Americans were, like, dumb, lazy workers. And, like, the, one of the guys was getting upset because, like, uh, the Chinese, the American workers refused to just like pick up broken glass with their bare hands, and they wanted like safety protection. <laughs> so they were like bitching about that, and then, and then towards Those bitches, yeah, God. towards the end of it, like a lot of it's about like the spirit, like the whole documentary, like first half is about like the Americans and the Chinese working together at this factory, and then like the end half spins to like. Uh, like the way that the Chinese are just gonna automate all the jobs away in this factory because like the dumb lazy Americans can't keep up and a robot doesn't bitch won't, about won't picking pick up, up glass. glass. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was kind of like uh, oh shit, the automation is coming. Documentary like slowly but led you into it uh, in a weird way. And seventy five percent of people looked over the general like. This summary is based off of watching the it. story, and they're just yeah. like Obama. Yeah, this summary is based off watching it once, like a year ago. So I haven't wait, seen wait, it. Wait, so Obama it. just was in it. He wasn't. No, like he, was producer. Producer. Oh, okay, he was a producer. He was a producer. Hey, wow, he's doing something besides jet skiing in the Gulf. Yeah. Okay. I mean, honestly, I'd prefer if he just jet skied in, in the Gulf. Gulf. Yeah, straight yeah. up, please. Just I think retire. president should not be active at all after presidency. I think it looks Take bad. Take the Jimmy Carter. Mo- uh, uh, you know, yeah, you say mode, that. Just, just Watch go. when Trump loses. We'll never hear the fucking end of that. Oh, my God. Maybe he'll we'll start, start a that news, news company. Station. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was the theory before he won. Trump <laughs> yeah. news. Oh that was the theory before God. he won, that was it was all like, to launch this news then organization. Then he was going to lose and then be like, Democrats took it away from me. Yeah. yeah. Hear it all today at Here's Trump Live. 
QAnon News Network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have to do a deep dive into QAnon one of these weeks. Oh, the man. QAnon theories are really fun. QAnon is is hilarious. Check out TrueAnon, great podcast. There. Oh, is it about QAnon? It's. It, I would they, listen to they, that. they go into QAnon and then they like go into after after they've kind of like they you can only do so many episodes on QAnon. Yeah. And then afterwards they're like, okay, there are actual like super like pedophile shit going on with people oh, totally. like the like the Epstein. Epstein yeah. So they've literally gone on like a twelve episode part like on, on Epstein. Like they're great. Yeah. Check out okay. Trunon. They're I'll fantastic. Give them a yeah. That's cool. I dig that kind no, of shit. No, no, they're cool. Um but yeah, I think uh I think that's it for our uh uh you know intro section. Intro area. Uh let's jump into some shout outs. Let me go into some shout outs. I'll start this off. Um I would just like to uh, shout out the U.S. Armed Forces, specifically the United States Air Force, for dropping a record number of 7,423 U.S. bombs in Afghanistan um, in 2019. Woo! Um, This is more than 2018, and... uh, this figure represents a dramatic increase in bombings in Afghanistan in contrast to 2009 when 4,147 bombs were dropped under Barack. So it's just, it's just crazy that we're hearing totally different things and it's all of a sudden like, oh, we beat our record. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's Trump saying everything he wants to be better at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better economy, better jobs. And better, <laughs> better bombings. <laughs> it just kind of—it uh, was one of those things we're the, where we're I, the best at everything. We're the best at everything. You can't beat us at anything. It's just one of those things that you, you read it and then you're like, "Shit!" But that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. Oh man. Yeah, I mean it—it's—it's it's crazy. So my shout out: U.S. government for dropping more bombs in Afghanistan than ever before. That's insane. That's a lot. Yeah, like it's 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 easy to drown out numbers like that, but like think think seven thousand. Like bo- and I just le- would like to point out the money. Like it's not crazy to say a tomahawk missile is two hundred grand. That's not that's least. not a crazy yeah. figure. Well, and they yeah. crank up those prices just to inflate that industry, anyways. Oh, totally. Like it's not the manufacturing cost of that. When we're having our shit with Iran, like all the stock, uh, like. Uh, yeah. Northrop Gunrup, yeah. uh, uh, Raytheon, Boeing, Raytheon yeah. all of their stock prices went way, way up because yeah. everyone's like, oh, war? That's profitable. Ooh, I can do that. Some profitable I mean, shit. Say that number of bombs cost, just say 200 grand. And I bet they're more. Yeah. That's $1,484,600,000. Yeah. Just in bombs dropped. In Afghanistan. That's a lot of $20,000 toilets <laughs> for the Pentagon to write <laughs> off. <laughs> it really is. Like, I, that that figure, that just blows my mind. Because people hear that and they're like, oh, 7,000 bombs. I don't think you realize how much money that is. One bomb would be a big deal <laughs> if it went off <laughs> yeah, anywhere yeah, in America. Yeah. <laughs> 7,000. It would be a crisis. Like <laughs> About seven thousand in a much smaller nation. I mean, so even if think about the square footage of that. If they drop those all at once, they could carpet bomb the entire country. Oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. I mean, and you think bombs, you think movies where it's like, oh, you see a couple like napalms from like Vietnam or something like that. Right. I. That's another thing you don't realize what the firepower these bombs have. Like it's it's outrageous. There's, there's like a subreddit for like uh, like combat footage. And sometimes they put, like, the UAV footage on there. And I've seen it. It's just, like, the, it, you don't exist as a human being when this bomb you goes off. You are vaporized. Yeah, you're, like, Literally obliterated. incinerated. And it's 
And even in 09, when Barack dropped 4,000, that's an outrageous that's number. That's an outrageous number. And it's like oh, 11 years later or 10 years later like this for, for this what, stat. Man? But I, yeah, like I, I don't want to keep talking about this. It's going to make me, 3, it's gonna make me sad. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's just like, what are we fucking accomplishing? This is. Yeah, I guess shout out US for not accomplishing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking around like it's the 4th of July over there. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild, man. All right, John, you go next because Mike's right. going to lead us off into our stories segment. Okay, so I was planning to shout out the New York Times for being a bunch of dicks to Andrew Yang, um, but that got brought up in the first half. So I just scrolled across as a picture that is going to be a shout out to Disney Incorporated <laughs> because they have their Hall of Presidents at Disneyland, you know, and they definitely 100% made an animatronic of Hillary Clinton before the election no. and then, <laughs> yeah, and then re- repurposed it to be Donald Trump. So it looks <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. It looks like a melting Donald Trump because they, they took a Hillary they animatronic. just left it in the yeah. oven a little too long. Yeah. They took basically Hillary's face and made it slightly more wrinkled and with, like, Trump's yellow hair and were like, yep, that's Trump. That's him. <laughs> Nailed him. Perfect. <laughs> you so much money on this. Yeah. Well, well, at least in the YouTube, we'll put just, that picture up. Just move the boobs down to the belly and we're <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Saving us some money. Yeah. I, I feel like that picture's probably floated around for a while, but I just saw it and I was fucking dying. So. Oh, that's so good. If you haven't looked it up, you should because yes. it's, yeah. it's definitely worth it. Yeah, if you're listening on, on Spotify or Apple, go check it out. YouTube, it's on screen now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out Disney. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Fucking right, Disney, Jesus Christ. All right, what so for mine, my shout out is also going to jump into my story. We're each going to, we're doing a new version of the second half where we each take a story that we find on the internet and uh, kind of, you know, explain it to everyone else here, both of our other co hosts and uh, to all the listeners. Uh, so mine and my both shout out and story goes to a man who went, <laughs> who sent a greetings from Thailand postcard <laughs> to the to the jail he escaped from months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so so this guy um, I'm gonna butcher this name, but Uwalid Sakaki. <laughs> is uh, one of five detainees who escaped from uh, a prison in Turnhout, uh, what is this, Belgium? Uh, yeah, I believe it's Belgium. Uh, and uh, so th- three of the other people who, who fled were captured, and they didn't hear anything from the other two guys for, for a couple of months. And then a couple of, da- a couple of days ago, the uh, the prison gets a postcard from Thailand that just just says greetings from Thailand. That's a fucking power move if I've ever heard it. <laughs> That's so, so some shit Andy Dufresne from yeah. Shawshank no, Redemption would do. That's like it's <laughs> so good. Now five this steps below what he actually did, but that's throwing some major shade. I love it. Oh, greetings. So the the story on this is great. So they they climbed over one of the prison walls, hand over hand, just climbed out. Escaping in a getaway car that was parked on an adjacent street, uh, and then three of them were captured in in a in a nearby neighborhood. The fourth man uh, was recaptured uh, uh, about a month later, um, and then on Monday, uh, Sakaki sent that postcard to the management of the prison, <laughs> and uh, he is. You guys aren't going to believe this. He his brother is someone who is known as the Escape King. From prisons in Belgium, he's escaped three times. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ashraf Sakaki, who escaped uh, Turnhout Prison in 2003 and a Bruges prison 10 years ago in 2009, using a hijacked government helicopter. Oh, oh my that's God. tight. I've always heard that's the best way to escape prison. Oh, it is. Fly over the fences. Yeah, fly over the fences. And just I'll, pick the guy up, fly out. You're I'll gone. point out one thing to prove how badass this escape king is. He's for sure in maximum security, at least the last two. <laughs> like, there's no what, way they're just like... What does their maximum security before? look like, though? Because yeah, yeah. I've seen Belgian prisons, and they look nicer than a lot of I the apartments I guess that's I've lived true. in. Yeah. I, I'm comparing it to, like, the U.S. Yeah. is super max, and, like, you're going to Colorado, and you'll never see the outside again. You go outside for one hour a day, and that's also in a cage. <laughs> yeah, you can do some push But even that, shit. U.S. Yeah. has some super maxes that you don't see outside. Yeah. You stay inside They put a lot of fucking people just in isolated containment for, like, years at a time until they go fucking insane. <laughs> like Going to the hole. Yeah, that's a thing, like, our criminal justice system does. So, yeah, it literally, so the, the helicopter flew over the prison, picked up Ashraf and two other prisoners, and then flew away. Uh, and then landed in a nearby, nearby town, literally two towns over, <laughs> stole a car, <laughs> robbed a service station, and then headed for the coast and evaded <laughs> just police. had to rob a service <laughs> station. Honestly, the, the real hero of the story is whoever keeps stealing government helicopters. <laughs> That's, like, way tighter than, like, grabbing onto a rope ladder and hoping you don't fall. Like, the, the guy who keeps, like, yeah, I can hijack that shit. I think that might be the piece of shit cousin you referred to earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's the guy that brings right. the Bible to yeah. grandma's house. Right. Yeah. And does coke and hookers on the weekend. Oh, that's, yeah. that's that guy. That's what he does in the week. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so fucking cool. They passed on his postcard, though, Oled's uh, postcard, to local police. <laughs> what what are they going to do? Hey, Sheriff, you uh, want to do something about this? The Turnhout Police Department. Can you Department. do fingerprint analysis? It says it was from him, but... Well, we've got to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Look at the possibility of how many people touched that postcard yeah, yeah. from Thailand. <laughs> And so Newsweek was was one of the one of the couple places that wrote about this, and uh, they put another a little nugget at the very end that was funny, saying about how jailbreakers really love to taunt their their jailers once they get to freedom, and they mentioned another person, Sean Davidson, who escaped from the Karabakan prison in Bali in 2017 by digging a tunnel. Oh, some El digging, Chapo shit. Yeah, the, digging yeah, a tunnel, cool. and <laughs> went on Facebook, the <laughs> Facebook page from from Phuket, Thailand. Fuck to it. tell his pursuers that he only responds to "quote unquote" good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, he was he was serving a one year sentence for passport fraud. That guy though, that's great. That's also like, a digs a tunnel a in a year. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, what am I gonna do in here? <laughs> I got time. Yeah, that that is an awesome story. So I think in a lot of those countries too, what I've heard is like. It's not illegal to try to escape jail because they think it's like a basic human instinct to try to escape yeah, confinement. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll so try and catch you. Yeah, and know? it's only illegal if you like actively commit other crimes while doing it. But if you're just like, yeah, I dug a tunnel, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I love. I really love this topic, like escaping prison. That's kind of yeah. cool. Like, like yeah, these guys probably did some fucked up stuff. But one of my favorite older movies is '63. It's The Great Escape. And mm-hmm. They escaped from a POW camp, and. Just a badass story. That one like, I've never seen. They're so fun. Tight. You should watch it. Yeah. yeah. These are just such fun stories. And you're just like, how did you fucking do this? Jesus Christ. I, is, am I, I the would only die in prison. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. this third day. I'd be that, I'd be that, what do they call him? They actually, I think, call him fat ass. The, 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 the guy who dies the first night in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know the guy in the warden, yeah. or the <laughs> second charge, come beat the yeah. shit on him? That, that'd be me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how these dudes do it. 
Well, especially U.S. prison. Like, oh, yeah. Am I the only one who, like, a- as much as he's done horrible things, like, when I saw El Chapo, like, climbing over a ladder over the wall and then running down the street. Like, like, I was just yeah. like, yeah, dude. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. Well, I also think, like, the fun part of my brain thinks, like, mm-hmm. I could definitely escape. Jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could go to space. I thought this through. I could, I could get out. And then the realistic <laughs> part of my brain is, like, no, you get shanked. You get, <laughs> get fucked over for sure. Yeah. I'd say have a nice oh. day to the wrong guy. Yeah, Die. exactly. Yeah, too <laughs> much I, eye contact, too little <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> Fuck up the most simple shit. Yeah. Die. Right. I do have a the arrest papers from or, or notes on the arrest papers from the guy uh, from the story what that, he that do? just escaped. <laughs> uh, he was pulled over, uh, and they searched his vehicle and found twenty five thousand ecstasy pills. Holy shit! <laughs> all right, all right. Personal thousand. use. I got it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was looking at having a real good weekend yeah. tomorrow. And, yeah. and exactly. they were in gallon Ziplocs. That's <laughs> not, <laughs> not distribution. <laughs> Uh, those were all mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found the Costco of drugs. It was too good of a deal bulk. to pass up. Yeah. I mean, I could have bought twelve for this many, or I bought this many. Twenty-five yeah, thousand. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be done. You know, economist, but that's a good yeah, deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So, Immediately get tased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh that was the story I brought to the table this week, and um, shout out to you uh, for uh, chilling in the beach in Thailand. I'm I'm sure. I like it. That's a good. St- I like that. I uh, enjoy that. Yeah, they deserve it. Oh yeah. We should That's have a cool. ch- we should have a challenge. We should all go to prison, <laughs> and whoever escapes first gets gets the title of CEO of our company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's a perfect plan. Good strat. Good strat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Whose turn is it? You want me to go next? Okay, sweet. All right, John. All right, guys. What's your story for the week? Uh, this is the first inaugural uh, edition of John's Conspiracy Corner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so, I dig it. Uh, this is going to – I think this will probably come up once a month or so where we just kind of – Looking what's going on in the conspiracy world. <laughs> <laughs> we had pyrotechnics, but we had a little bit of a problem with them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe second of John's conspiracy corner, we will light the fireworks. We're yeah, gonna dig we'll into see. the depths of 4chan for you. <laughs> this uh, this was by way of Reddit through 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Reddit is 4chan light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. The messenger. Right there. So the conspiracy we're going to dive into this week is the coronavirus out of Wuhan, China. Oh shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. So there's some shit going down. Um, everyone knows is a broad statement that uh, the Chinese are liars. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The Chinese government are liars, though, for sure. Um, keep in mind, it's yeah. February 9th, and nothing too crazy has happened. Yeah. Like so. So the officially reported numbers are something like 14,000 infections and like 800 dead. This 4chan user uh, came up with this theory and did some research that uh, essentially that in an area right outside of Wuhan, they have a spiked level of SO2, which comes from burning organic matter. Um, and calculating the level of organic matter that had to be burned to raise it to that level, they think that uh, something like 14,000 corpses have been burned Jesus in Wuhan, China. Christ. Yeah, which 
backs up the fact that uh, there's also videos in Wuhan of them, like, the military police just, like, shutting down buildings and, like, being like, yeah, we're going to lock them from the outside. <laughs> and and the, the residents being like, okay, so what if there's, like, a fire or something? And the, the police just like, I don't know, call someone about it. <laughs> like, it's the, getting the, wild. You just got water. Yeah, he's like, call someone about it. Like, there's going to be a guy down the street with keys, and the guy's like, yeah, how long would it take you to respond? I don't know. Try to take care of it yourself. <laughs> so they're straight up, like, shutting down, uh, like, buildings, locking people inside their homes in some cases. And then also, like, they ripped up the roads out of Wuhan so no one could, like, take leave. a car to escape. Yeah, which is not a response you do when there's only been, like, a couple hundred dead in a city, like a multi-million person city. It's bigger than New York. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Do you Wuhan, have the number China, on that? I will look it up really fast. You can Google that. I'll, yeah. bu- I'll butt in here and say. So, yeah, if it's a multi-million person city and, like, there's been a couple hundred infected, you wouldn't full-scale rip up the roads out of that city and quarantine, quarantine a whole city in Wuhan. And then the other part of the conspiracy is some PhD came out and said – that the Wuhan vi- or the coronavirus looks like it was genetically engineered, genetically modified. So a lot of people are thinking in the conspiracy world. I'm not saying I believe all this stuff. I'm just saying uh, we'll update on what's going on. <laughs> We're uh, slightly informed. <laughs> yeah, slightly more. I'm just saying <laughs> that someone said that uh, it looks like it's been modified and it might be like a, essentially a modified SARS virus that the Chinese made as like a bioweapon. Because every <laughs> every modern country, every developed country, especially ones that have a huge military, develop bioweapons, just like game out how to cure them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times in uh, I, China and Russia, those uh, find their way out of the lab. <laughs> I regret what I said the other day, because I was like, I wish it was 2003 again. But that was just because I wanted to go to a Marilyn Manson concert, not yeah. because I wanted <laughs> SARS to be yeah. 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 So the numbers. New York City has 8.6 million people. Wuhan, China, 11.8. Okay. Yeah. So significantly larger than New York. And, so, they're and just China's like, reporting like a couple hundred infections out of a city of 11 million. You wouldn't full-scale shut down your city and, and <laughs> quarantine everyone and refuse anyone to exit if there was only a couple hundred cases. So the, the theory, too – oh, they went to – Investigators called like uh, like funeral homes and stuff in the area, and they were essentially saying that like the authorities were taking people straight from the hospital to the crematoriums to get like fucking no funeral cremated. Yeah, no no wow. funeral, no nothing. Who, like straight from the hospital, the and they were saying that they're overwhelmed, and all, almost all the funeral homes and crematoriums are like full to the brim, essentially like all the time. So that's where the conspiracy that steps in that. There's too many dead bodies to actually cremate in, like, a humane way, so they drug them out uh, into the fields and just, like, threw them in a pile and lit oh, that I'm on draw- fire. I'm drawing such a blank. Who is the president of China? Uh, there's Xi not a president. Ping, it's a dictator, but Xi Jinping. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start calling him Bane. No, you gotta call because him. You gotta call him Winnie the Pooh. He hates it. But <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, if this is not conspiracy related, but uh, people were making jokes that he looks like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and, and, and that was like a meme in China for a long time, and it got banned from the Chinese internet because that, like, <laughs> that they can't. Like there's jo- like, like do they ban Winnie the Pooh like looking at that? Image? I think like yeah, Winnie the if you if you tried to search like Winnie the Pooh Xi Jinping in China, you get flagged by like the censors. <laughs> come beat the shit out. Yeah, of they you. come beat the shit out of you. Knock on your door 15 minutes later. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really good pictures of his like face superimposed kind of like in yellow onto Winnie the Pooh's body, <laughs> like the, the the communist flag right behind him. Not, I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I kind of want you to go more in depth on the fact that this was possibly the SARS 
but modified. Uh, again, slightly informed, so it was something like that. But <laughs> they, there was like th- they did a genome sequencing, and there was like a middle bit missing, which was they were trying to essentially figure out. I guess coronavirus was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess coronavirus was <laughs> like a, a, a virus in animals for a long time, and they were trying to find out how it got like able to be infected in human beings. You know, so there was like a missing section where it looks like someone inserted a chunk. Of of like uh, whatever genome DNA kind of <laughs> sequencing that uh, that would allow it to infect human beings and and another part of this conspiracy uh, China has like one like level four or something like that like uh, biological facility over there to like it's deal in with Wuhan things. right it's in Wuhan nice. yeah yeah okay it's in Wuhan and I think uh, there was some uh, Chinese person in Canada working at like. A bio, like essentially, like a super virus, uh, like bio lab. <laughs> yeah, bio lab, and they were arrested like last year for sending samples of viruses to China. So like, there's like kind of a paper trail that looks <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> fucking DXL. Yeah, fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely crazy. Now to give some, to give a little bit of, um, you know. Benefit of the doubt here to this story. That, uh, once again, we don't know for sure it happened. We're it's just updating theory. on the conspiracy yeah. world. This is what me and Nick were saying, and this is what I tell people all the time. I don't necessarily believe all these conspiracy theories, but a lot of them are real fun. They're fun they're to listen. Fun. I mean, they they're fun to think fun. about. And and a few of them have you know some like weight behind them. A few of them have legs. This one, this one has. It, it's like when Deadpool got his legs chopped off. Like he's it's got baby legs right now. I would say, I would <laughs> say it's, it's got something. <laughs> to me, in my own personal opinion, I think the death count being underreported makes perfect sense. It does. China. Yeah. Oh, they, I think they the, did the same thing with SARS. Yeah, 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 I think them them creating this in a lab and then escaping is the, like the true conspiracy because yeah, there's no like super concrete evidence of them burning bodies because mo- like tens of thousands of people have been killed by it, but. That would not shock me. Like in if the it slightest. was intentional, it would have been at the Uyghurs. Yeah, like we know that. But uh, yeah. but as far as like this happening in the past, like a confirmed conspiracy theory that kind of puts some puts some weight behind this um, is the fact that after World War II, the U.S. imported thousands Operation Paperclip thousands of of, uh, of former Nazi scientists. Yep. One of them left his government commissioned job to live in the Sierra Nevada mountains where he spent six years of his life doing nothing but developing the, the best disease he possibly could, he created Lyme disease yeah. in a cabin in the Sierra Nevadas, yeah. released it into ticks that spread across the entire continental U- U.S. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's a real confirmed conspiracy theory. That happened. This is for sure. I mean, I saw a video today of people being chased. Like, yeah. you have coronavirus? Like, a SWAT team in China is chasing you down. Yeah, 100%. Tackling you. Yeah. And they're like, you're, you're going to go to this prison. And if yeah. you don't have it just because you have a slight fever, you're going to get it. Because I read it. I, re- I forget the numbers. But it was, um, I believe it was in the 60% of people who have it got it at hospitals and stuff like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have like it. They just had a fever. Rate, yeah. And that's they the, the hospital and tell tell sign. Everyone's just got laser thermometers. Like, Oh, you're, you're a degree higher. You yeah. have it. Yeah. And then you go and you don't have it, but then you actually fucking get it. And it's because a death sentence. Being held yeah. with people. Yeah. Like, it's also officially like the official reported death rate from this, I think is like 4%. Which is like high, but it's not like insane. Yeah. I also think that number might be flawed. That number is because low. if if they're if they're underreporting this many deaths, that artificially decreases that number. Well, I mean, look what they're doing all around the world. I mean, you have the I think it was a Princess Cruise, and they've been trapped on this on seven days after they were supposed to 
get off the ship, they're just trapped in their rooms yeah. and there's nothing they can Which do. Which is about what China's it. doing to people like in their homes though. <laughs> like <laughs> a city larger than New York City. Yeah. That's that's insane. Like we're talking about 11.8 million people. Yeah. Maybe a little less because they've burned some of them. But <laughs> yeah, 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 eleven point seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my conspiracy corner for this week is that uh, the coronavirus is widely underreported and China is burning people uh, in the streets. No, in a field, but still. <laughs> <laughs> nothing pulls no, hot about that at nothing all. Nothing too yeah. crazy. Yeah, just in a field. Sketchy. Oh, just uh, just vaguely too, because uh, Nick mentioned the Uyghurs earlier. Um, they said that like if this virus continues to spread, like the Uyghur population might be like the most hard hit by it because mm-hmm. they're essentially already in concentration camps where like one, one person, person gets, gets sick, it and yeah, everyone everyone's gonna it. get it. Yeah. There's like essentially no health care. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not a lot of like good hygiene practices because they're like imprisoned without it. Mm-hmm. You know, so like so that that would be a group that if they get infected, you're talking like a million people. The scary thing is there's really no end in sight. No. I mean, it's it's not like I mean, and a lot of countries have just cut off. The U.S. being one of them has cut off all flights. It's yeah. like you're done and anyone yeah. the state department pulled a lot of people from I read I s- I read that there's a couple people who stayed behind, you know, just because they had a, a new wife and child or something like that. Yeah, they had know, to. They're not just going to fucking leave. Yeah. But and those people are being quarantined for 2 weeks. So yeah. this has no end in sight. It's pretty scary. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's been made a meme. And some of them are pretty funny. But this is the only way to react in 2020, though. It's like, but it's, oh, it's we're two months in, a month and a half into 2020. We've already had, like, almost World War Three with World Iran. The yeah. coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, Kobe Bryant dies out of nowhere. Like, it just felt like kind of the start to a shitty year. Yeah. So how, how else do you respond besides laugh and joke about it? Oh, man. And that's well. what we're here for, folks. Yeah. Keep tuning in. We're here to lighten the mood. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my conspiracy corner. So I think we'll toss it. McLean, you're next. Conspiracy yeah. corner number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine's not a conspiracy theory. Mine is actual scientific data. Um, that the hottest temperature ever recorded in Antarctica was measured um, Thursday at a remote station on the continent's northern tip. So. Hey, how hot was wait, it, wait, but Wait, hold on. But which northern tip? <laughs> Every tip is the wait, wait, wait. Tip. I have, I have, I have, <laughs> I have a bit. How hot was it, McLean? Uh, it was 65 degrees. Uh, what temperature does ice melt at? <laughs> <laughs> I think 66. So I think we're, sti- yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're still we're in good. the clear. I think we keep drilling. I think we keep drilling for so oil. A little bit. We probably still have a little bit. Burning fossil fuels. So the this. This surpassed the previous record of 63 and a half degrees on March 24th, 2015, at the same location. Um, keep in mind, temperatures at this specific station um, go back to the 61, 1961. Yeah. I r- also read that this is the the climate in this region is climbing more than any other place in the world. There's no other place in the world where you yeah. can say in the past 10 years and the past 20 years, it's cli- it's climbed 5.4 degrees. It's the fastest warming places on Earth. Yeah. It's, it's outrageous. And, I mean, John and I had a conversation about this today on how fucked we really will be if the sea levels rise even 10 feet. Well, they said that if the, if that if the Antarctic ice shelf essentially melts, that would raise global sea levels by 10 feet. 
Awesome. Now, as a person who used to live right outside LA, I have been to Malibu, and a lot of those homes are about 15, 20 feet above sea level. So <laughs> they're not going to fare too well. And sorry, New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. And we're yeah. sorry. They're like, below sea level. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're, there's a lot of places on, on the continent that would not fare well, globally would not fare well. I think there's like crazy stats, too, that's like 50% of global populations live within like 10 miles of the coast. Yeah. Like, yeah, if that just kind of so erodes. That's where this is interesting because yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. That's where major cities. So yeah. I've never heard this, but CNN says, all told, Antarctica's ice sheet contains enough water to raise global sea levels by nearly 200 feet. <laughs> <laughs> so if no, it all fine. melts. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Sounds fine. Yeah. No. Hey, beachfront property in Utah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Utah, Utah property, pretty cheap still, so. I also want to say a big fuck you to the people joking at Andrew Yang after the first debate when he said get people to higher ground. <laughs> if this if this actually happens, uh, we're we're pretty well fucked, boys. And I think one of the scariest things on this topic is like the more like uh, the ice that like the ice sheets have had like trapped CO two in them essentially. So the more ice that melts, the more CO two gets released, further exasperating the ice that melts. Ice melts the more CO two release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like a feedback cycle in the worst possible way. Where and like once this ball gets rolling, I I have a feeling we're gonna get fucked real fast. And every aspect of the of the climate change, uh, you know, stuff that's going on is a feedback loop in that way. Everything yeah. that that changes that will negatively affect that will lead to stuff that will further increase yeah. the rate of it. So it's exponential. Check out YouTuber Potholer Fifty Four. Fantastic work on this. But like, there's there's no stop in sight. There's not like a oh well, we'll lose Malibu, we'll lose San Francisco. People will move to higher ground. Yeah. Ben Shapiro, sell your, you know, sell your house that's that's underwater, like you know, to who? Fucking Aquaman. Like, I yeah. want to point out one more thing, that the temperature at this station in Antarctica was practically identical to what it was Thursday afternoon in San Diego, California. <laughs> now keep in mind, yeah. it's technically summer down there. Yeah. But summer Still in Antarctica yeah. should not be the same as <laughs> winter in California. Yeah. No. At I, the, yeah. Hell no. Am that I just mistaken in thinking happening. that the hole in the ozone is in the northern hemisphere too? I think that's mostly been patched by now. Really? Yeah, I think I think they actually did a good job because I, I think it was a uh, uh, like the shit that was in aerosols, like biofluorocarburetes or some uh, bullshit like that. Oh, I'm wrong. All it was crazy directly shit over Antarctica. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think that might have been the old and the one to your left is the new on the top right part. Oh, oh right, right, right. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah, we're kind of fucked, um, <coughs> and it's going to hit a point where all of a sudden New York's underwater, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Some people might actually have been right. We have to for the past forty years, millions and millions, billions of people, and it would including be some rich people. Yeah, because yeah. wouldn't be happy. What rich people live in fucking Ohio? Uh, Not many. They will move forward. <laughs> I mean, they'll be fine. <laughs> it's the poor people who are going to get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how it always happens. Um, all right, so that that's that. I mean, there's not much we can talk about more on this. We're fucked. We need to do something about it. No one's doing anything about it. So I think, like, chances are human, like some humans survive. Chances are we don't learn our lesson from this. <laughs> and then well, we'll have to wait until the next ice age. Yeah. And the, the most, like, black-pilled response to this is, like, where people are like, well, this naturally happens where populations on Earth of all animals grow too large and then something happens because anim- uh, populations grow too large and it kills massive amounts of population. And then yep. that depletion of that population will then, you know, restabilize the Earth's, like, you know, 
economy, atmosphere, everything, you know, like it'll just kind of bring it back to normal. With billions of deaths, that's that's there's no way to do that in a clean way. No, like we're literally so fucked up. Eco fascism is gonna get, reach an, an ultimate rise. We're gonna have so many the Philippines, Indonesia, every country that's an island nation, Hawaii, everywhere that that there's no high ground for. Yeah, like they will be moving to inland mainland USA to high ground in Europe. That's not even the most black-pilled. The most black-pilled is we're going to invent our way out of this. Oh, God. That's the most black-pilled response. We just have to invest in the tech industry, and they'll save us. It's happening, but what we have to do is invest in CO2 harvesting and things like that. It's like, oh, like it's not just easier to move to electric? Huh. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Like That's such an American idea. Like, uh, don't use a pencil. Let's spend a million dollars inventing a pen that works in space. Well, <laughs> and and that and that's like that's where like the argument shifted over time. At at the beginning it was like it's not happening. Not like and then it switched to like it's happening, uh, but humans aren't responsible for it. And now it's switching to yeah, we might be responsible for it, but we're already too far too gone. Late, There's no yeah. way to stop it. And and so then switch stop to letting people into our country. Yeah, exactly. Invent oh. new ways. Invent to new ways to starve, uh, harvest CO two. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I do think ecofascism is going to be a big thing in the coming decades if this is all as bad as it seems to a lot of us. Because yeah, it's not looking great. I mean, your your chances are. Uh, shout out to our uh, Thanos did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, like. If, if, if we elect anyone besides Bernie or for some reason fucking Steyer is big on big on climate change, but uh, uh, anyone that's not like making that a pri- primary issue, Yang, Bernie and Steyer, like we're, we're fucked. We have yeah. what we had 10 years, two years ago. We didn't have 10 years, two years ago, though. We, we like no, we're we, 20 years too late. They what the they 10 years, like, two years ago was was saying we could keep it from rising past. Yes, I think it's yes, like two we're, degrees. We're already or fucked. Like but we're we're already fucked, but we can keep it maintained. And on they how put that as kind of like the threat yeah. level midnight kind of thing. Exactly. If we get to two degrees higher. Exactly. The, the, we won't be able to control the water, like yeah. the, the, the sea level rise. And like the amount of life in the sea that's exactly. going to die, and the amount of people the who like survive of off of like eating sea resources. Yes. And yeah. and just like the way crops. We we live in a delicate delicate ecosystem, and and letting things just die on a mass scale like this is not going to get us anywhere. Nope. It's also again though, like back to like somewhat black pilled is it's not gonna it's not gonna matter. I mean everything's gonna be fine except us. Like yeah, the the world will recover. Everything will be chill. It, there just might not be humans on it. Fuck. Yeah, or there will be, and there'll be the global elites with AI servants. That's true. Well, cool. Let's throw this over to Nick and Nick, wrap us up. All right. Well, this has been another great episode. Uh, we didn't plan a chaser ahead of time, but on the on the the article for my um, you know my story with the escapee from prison, they do have a uh, a highlight video of El Chapo escaping prison cell in 2015. Should we make that our uh, our chaser and head out with that? Sure. We can do that, Chaser. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try and see if I can plug this into the into the um, video version of this podcast on YouTube, but that might not be possible because this isn't on YouTube. So if not, enjoy the audio and uh, and us commenting on it, and we'll be back in a sec. Watch. Look at your TV screen right now. This is on the search for fugitive drug lord El Chapo. Okay. Pay close attention to this video. Mexican authorities have just released this closed circuit video from inside the prison showing Joaquin El Chapo Guzman in the final moments before he broke out. So he paced back and forth. You saw that. 
and then in his cell, and then he goes around where the toilet is, and you see the dramatic moment. There it is right there. Well, Chapo disappears into the tunnel. There he is. Now he's gone. At least 49 people have been questioned in connection with the escape in Mexico's interior <laughs> ministry. Minister says he has fixed the prison director, fired the prison director, excuse me, and other prison officials. A dramatic moments just before or just when El Chapo disappears. That's straight from the TV show Prison Break. There he it escapes is, right through the there back on of his toilet. For the first time. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, man. That's so cool. El Chapo, like, as much as you're kind a of fucking a fuck, animal, yeah. Yeah, like, mad respect for, for, for getting out of prison. What was it, three times? I think three it times. It was at least yeah. three times before he was finally extradited to I the mean, it's Mexican prison, though. One of them was a U.S. prison. <laughs> I don't. In ne- Texas. Really? That was the one where he climbed the wall with a ladder. Okay. And he okay. landed on the other side. I think he's in, like, solitary in the U.S. now, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he got out of the, the prison in Texas, made it back to Mexico, and then was arrested and extradited before he could escape. And then we were like, Supermax, bro. Yep. Escape out of this shit. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not seeing daylight. You're in a no padded Belgian cell, bitch. Prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this has been episode four of the Fuck Pete podcast. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, slightly informed. Uh, if you want to check us out, check us out on YouTube. We got Spotify, Apple Music, uh, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, everything. Look out for, should be releasing very soon, our debate podcast, A Pub Divided. And uh, yeah, we, we debate sober, get fucked up, and then debate again. Drunk as hell. So, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Love you guys.